This is going to be a weird one. Yeah, it is. Could be a very short one. Could I feel like it's going to be pretty short. Yeah. But hey, you never know. You, you never know. know. Maybe we'll have tons to say about date movie. We won't. <laughs> um, although I do have a lot of notes on date movie. You do have a lot of notes and on date movie. not a lot movie. of notes on Jurassic Park. I don't have a lot of notes on... You have like charts on date movie. What's happening? Oh, yeah, Looks I do. Looks like you're trying to solve the disappearance of a missing person over yeah. there. Yeah, the missing jokes. Hey, I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our stupidly large DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter. One disc leaves. This is DVD Deathmatch. Hello! We did it at the same time. I know, I usually let you go, but I I wanted to get in there this time. Me, me, me. (laughs) (laughs) Me. I need attention. You do need attention. Well, I have a podcast. You do need attention. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Love that. I filmed a lot of TikToks today. Great. I had a TikTok last night that sort of a lot of people watched. I love that. Great. Perfect. So basically, my uh, my TikTok career is really taking off. Yeah, man, so. you're a a a, a tick fluencer, mm. talk fluencer. Mm. Why do these both sound like slurs? <laughs> um, uh, great, I love that. Um, trying to think of anything for me to report to a uh, global audience. Global. I don't have anything. Okay. Everything's going great for me. I love that. Do we have topics at the top? Um. Yes. <laughs> We have a couple. So, as longtime listeners know, Mm -hmm. um, if we get to the end of the death match and we don't want to get rid of either DVD, we have some rules we can institute. And we made a call for. uh, First of all, this is not going to be the case today. I think we both know. No, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I've already cracked the one DVD in half. No, not really. Um, But. but we have some rules that we can use to get out of that jam. And we made a call to listeners to send us their rules, your rules. You're the listener. And they are flooding in, you guys. They're we flooding love in. Them. Yes. So we... Pre- <laughs> what did you say? Did you say we love him? No, I said we love them. The Elm. Um. <laughs> we love the Elm. Um. The Elm. Um, we love the Elm. Um. Um, and so thank you for sending those in. And we have a couple to add. Yes. So from Jeff, right? I think his handle is is Jeff the Jew, right? Um, and uh, he's an avid listener. We love it. He loves to comment. We love it. We love it. We, <laughs> we love it. it. His rule, the dreidel rule: spin one dreidel on each DVD, and whichever lands on none first gets tossed. Right. Okay. Great. None is like yeah. None is one of the sides of the dreidel. Yeah, yeah. We're not Jewish. We're not Jewish. But love our Jewish listeners, love our Jewish friends. <laughs> is this good? Is this this seems bad that I'm saying this, and I don't know why. Again, I feel like I've wandered into a bad place. Um, love the Jewish people. We do. Uh, so much. <laughs> Anna got in touch. Yes. Hi, Anna. Huge Anna fan. Yes. Here, and uh, 
she had a good idea for our point system, for the Joe Garden Memorial point system. Yes. That we would add one to five points for nostalgia. Yeah, at our own discretion. At discretion. Yeah, yes, exactly. so like if we decide that we feel some type of way right. about a certain movie, then for we For example, add... Scream 3 would have gotten a lot of nostalgia points because that was the movie we saw on our first date. Yeah. But... It had zero points elsewhere to recommend it, so <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, um, and then, as we were watching, uh, avid listener Liza has <laughs> has sent a rule in. Not avid listener. Oh yeah, yeah. but Liza has a rule. I'm not gonna listen to myself talk any more than I have to. But I uh, suddenly realized that we should absolutely have points added if the DVD has a gag reel. I love a gag reel. You, you know what I'm saying? You do. You really so, do. So uh, we're adding to the Joe Garden point system, five points for having a gag reel, and then two extra points if it's good. I agree with that rule. You love a gag reel. I love a gag reel, especially a good one. And, you know, even a, 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 there can be a, gag, a good gag reel for a bad movie. You don't need a good movie. True. Glad we worked that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you keeping score... That's the score. We're going to keep adding as many Byzantine rules and point systems to this <laughs> as we can so that it becomes undoable. Un- unwieldy. Yeah, unwieldy. Yeah. That's the yeah, point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, keep keep sending those rules and those uh, point system updates to us, please. We love them. We Can't want, get enough. We want your rules. We want your points. <laughs> um, okay. Y'all. What did we do? Tell me what we did. We watched two movies. Two movies? Two of them. Wow. This week we watched... Two movies. Two movies. This week we watched Date Movie from 2006 and Jurassic Park from 1993. Uh, Heard of it? Heard of it? (laughs) Um, All right. Let's start with Date Movie. Let's get it over with. 2006, directed by Aaron Seltzer. The IMDb summary is spoof of romantic comedies, which focuses on a man, his nope. crush, his parents, and her father. Nope. One of the worst IMDb <laughs> summaries I've seen, which is fitting for this movie. Yeah. It does not focus on a man. That First of all, that's a sentence fragment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it does not focus on a man. It focuses on a woman. Right. Um, it opens. With her. Yeah, and and then stays on her for the entire length of the movie. Lord. Um, So we watched the unrated cut of this. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, God. Liza, why do we own Date Movie Unrated? We own Date Movie Unrated because the crush that the horrible MDB summary is talking about is played by Allison Hannigan, who I love. I have a little spot in my heart for Allison Hannigan. Right. Um, of Buffy theme. I think she's wonderful. I think she's even kind of wonderful in this, although this is horrible. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's why we own it. I, I feel like probably it was very cheap and I hadn't seen it and I bought it like, oh, Alison Hannigan. Yeah. These movies are dumb. Sure. Watched it once. Yep. Don't think I've watched it since. Well, now you have. Now I have. We watched it together. We I will say it's relatively short. It is. So that's good. Felt every minute. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So this is a spoof in the in the vein of scary movie, uh, scary movies one through four, 
epic movie. Epic movie. There were there a was, bunch of these. There was a bunch of movies, movies. Um, were they all by this guy, too? N- no. I think this this guy, there's like a team, this guy and another guy, and they wrote this, they wrote Scary Movie. And okay. that, that obviously, like, launched a whole, like, money-making thing. Yeah. Of these kind of movie movies. Right. And, and um, they clearly had a formula down at a certain point, which was, like, a very loose plot, mm-hmm. and then also throw in a bunch of scenes that are... I mean, let's talk about spoofs for a second. Oh, God. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like a good spoof. Okay, mm. you know my favorite spoof. Oh, walk, walk hard. hard the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, I've yeah. talked about before in the podcast. It's great. It's brilliant. That is a very specific. Like we're doing a movie based on this one other movie, mm-hmm. and Young Frankenstein is that. Spaceballs mm-hmm. is that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we grew up with with the Mel Brooks spoof, the late Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so we good. have that. I can't wait to watch that. I can't that. wait. I haven't watched that in years. Anyway. Um, and, but this is like a different flavor of it. Yeah, this is, it. There. this was an era of, right. like you said, scary movie, epic movie, this one. I'm sure there are others. There definitely are. Um, and, I mean, also there were like four or five scary movies. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was just, the biggest thing that stands out for me is that it, it's, it, it was at the height of this time where it was like, how gross and like disgustingly sexual can we be? Yeah. And that was the whole point of everything. Right. But like, <laughs> and this one especially, I, I yeah. mean, I haven't, we saw a scary movie, I think in the theater and I don't, I don't, I haven't seen it since. Yeah. But this one especially is like mean. Well, it's okay. So it, I mean, <laughs> It like, hmm, I don't even know where to start. Okay, so so okay. plot wise, it's Allison Hannigan. She starts the movie in a fat suit. Then she gets a makeover mm-hmm. because she has a crush on a guy. And then she has to go meet his parents. And they get want to get married. And there's a misunderstanding. Right. And then they get together. That's it's a romantic comedy spoof. Right. And so it starts off with uh, Bridget Jones's diary thing. So she's mm-hmm. fat and and for the makeover and then she like goes to see Hitch and then he takes her to Pimp My Ride. Guys, remember Pimp My Ride? Right. Um so like an auto body shop and there's a scene where they like drill a TV screen into her stomach and they're like playing video games on it cuz that was a big thing. They put a TV in your car. Right. Um and then there's like a part where they like shave her back because her back is really hairy. And then at the end of it, they suck the fat out of her. And right. then she turns into Allison Hannigan without a fat suit. Right. And it's just like so horrific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and I think I think it's just like I was saying, it's just mean. Like the yeah. the there's an extended I mean, f- clearly they were like, oh, the fat suit equals comedy. And, right. Which I think a lot of mid-2000s stuff did. Yeah. Not excusing this at all. No. The But the, um, the I like how we're talking about this, like it's like a war crime. I know. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> but um, the, uh, the fat suit 
is on her in the beginning and there's like a the whole credit sequence is her like going around town being huge being the butt of like everyone's disgust yeah and just like every like everyone's looking at her with just like oh god yeah and she's oblivious and fat yeah oblivious and fat oblivious and, and, and fat. disgusting to look at According to is this the movie. joke, yeah, right, exactly. So that's and then she gets the makeover, and the structure of this thing is that it has this very loose plot, mm. and then in that plot are just things you recognize. So the movie starts with a dream sequence where she's at, left at the altar by Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> um, for no reason, and then like later she's in a jewelry store, and the hobbits come in and have a little. <laughs> Sketch lit and but the it just ends with them going like let's go get some bitches yeah and like it's you know it, like, they're at dinner and Lil John shows up and goes yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a re I mean it's interesting to watch as a time capsule because that's like all it is right but then also as far as it like being a spoof. And I don't think this is true of all of the that category of spoof, like the scary movies and stuff. But this one specifically, they literally just took scenes from romantic comedies and said them and and kind of one-upped it, but not really. Like, right. they literally did the, I have nipples, Greg, could you milk me? Like, line for line right. on Meet the Parents and just, just line for line on these scenes. Yep. And then he lifts up his shirt and he's got like, he's got eight nipples. Right. And it's just like, but it doesn't, that's not what a joke is. That's not what a spoof is. Just doing the thing. Well, it's, you can't, I mean, there, this gets into like the nature (laughs) of comedy, which I thought about a lot watching this movie. (laughs) Um, So maybe it's good in that way. It just makes you question your entire life choice. But, um, but. That you can't do that on comedy, on like well-made comedies. Yeah. Like Meet the parents for like for whatever it is. It's a well-made comedy. Yeah. Like the scene in Along Came Polly mm-hmm. where he like is it Philip Seymour Hoffman that he like that, it might be anyway. The scene in Along Came Polly where Ben Stiller is playing basketball and he like uh, gets his face dragged along this like sweaty man's chest. Yeah. Is funny it's one of the funniest parts of that movie yeah you know what i mean and so they're just doing that again here and you can't really do that with comedy like yeah like walk hard is a, a spoof of a movie that takes itself so seriously walk right. the line and ray right and uh what are you young, with space balls space balls is that young frankenstein is that yeah. robin hood men in tights is that like those movies are all spoofs of movies that take themselves very seriously this is a spoof of well-made comedies. Right. And so, like, you're watching these things and you're just like, yeah, I kind of wish I was watching Pretty Woman right now. because, Like, in the yeah. part where it's making fun of Pretty Woman, it's like, Pretty Woman is, like, good. Yeah. And I'm watching, like, someone make fun of Pretty Woman. Right. It's like, um, that's why it just felt, like, dumb and mean. Yeah. Uh, like, and there's, you know, I, I don't, there's, like, stuff that was actually, like, in bad taste. Like there's, right. which there's is a like, ton that's like in awful taste. There's a whole thing where like the two of them are talking in the street and Michael Jackson is in the background, like trying to lure a kid in. Well, and then the mom is like, that's just stop. And then the mom is like slamming his head in a dumpster and he's going like, hee hee. And it's like bad. It's awful. Right. There's a whole part where like 
they're doing, they're spoofing the wedding planner, but instead of spoofing the wedding planner, they're just spoofing JLo. So oh, it's yeah, this just... awful, like, she's got like huge butt pads in and it's just like, it's so terrible. Well, the worst one was, for me, mm-hmm. was when they are, they're like, having a romantic night out and they decide to just like beat up this like unhoused person. Yeah, seriously. And they just like try to essentially murder him and then walk away. And like, there's like a, like, I don't even know what the joke is. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be a delicate snowflake. And I think comedy should be edgy and all that, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Well, I also just feel like I have a pretty good sense of, of, I see why this is funny. I don't think it's funny. So I don't need to, continue watching it or watch it again. Right. You can say that to things. Yeah. I, I feel like pretty confident in saying like, oh yeah, I see how this is comedy. It's just not for me, but this is just not comedy. This yeah. is not anything. It's just seeing things you recognize and like technically they've added jokes to extra jokes to it. Yeah. Or like one up to it, like you said. Yeah. But those jokes aren't better than the jokes that are in the comedy. Yeah. That you're watching a spoof of. You can't spoof. Comedy. Right. Well, and the the thing that is crazy to me is that, like, you've got an interesting cast going here. Like, you have Allison Hannigan, who, like, I think is great. Um, she didn't she didn't need to be in that film. Jennifer Coolidge is in this. Yeah, Fred Willard. Fred Willard. R.I.P. to the God. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, what? Why? Jennifer yeah. Coolidge, why? Honey. Yeah. I mean... You know, I don't know. I You're don't better know. than this. <laughs> there's like a huge, there's like a real, there's some very gross uh, stuff with like the gay housekeeper who's like. Oh, yeah. That, who's just played for like the worst kind of laughs. Yeah, like the worst a, kind of like stereotypical, yeah. awful, yeah. Yeah. It's terrible and it's gross and has zero redeeming qualities. Well, not so, not so fast because I did write down every time I laughed. In the thing. Uh-huh. To make sure, because I want to, look, we got to be positive. We don't want this just to be a bummer. Okay. You should not watch this movie, but I do. Do not watch this movie. I did laugh at the following things. And these are jokes that were like, oh, there's a comedy writer somewhere in here. Yeah. Or there's like someone, not working against, I'm not like giving anyone any credit, <laughs> but I'm saying like someone like came up with a joke and made it happen yeah. that had nothing to do with like showing hitch or something. <laughs> um, the one joke I laughed at was that, so she, her father is supposed to, owns a Greek diner yeah, and they have um, spray bottles of hummus. Yeah. My big fat Greek wedding. Cause the father oh. in that does uh Windex. That's his thing. He sprays Windex on everything. Oh, I didn't get that. That was like a spoof of something. Else. Yeah. I thought it was just like an original joke. Nope. Well, <laughs> I did like the spray bottles of hummus. There is a, um, I, there's a scene where he's like waiting for her at so- something and, uh, <laughs> the, the man is waiting for the woman. Uh, I don't know. I don't know their names at something. And he looks, he's like, where is she? And he looks at his watch and his watch just says, she's late. <laughs> I like that joke. Okay. That's a nice, pure family joke. <laughs> you can show that joke to a child. Um, and I then and I did laugh at the uh, like uh, it felt like ten minutes sequence of the cat having diarrhea. <laughs> you did, you did. 
That was absurd. That feels also very much like a time capsule, like, from yeah. that time. Just like, yes, poop jokes. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if you want to hear, like, uh, Star Jones jokes, oh. if you want to see a spoof of the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, when Harry met Sally? Like, well, that, 2006, man? Yeah. Um, at least when Harry met Sally, is like a classic. It's like, oh yeah, no, if you're it, spoofing a romantic comedy. I, yeah, but like, come on. Yeah, no, I know, <laughs> I know. Anyway, it's bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the one who, who brought it upon us. Um, Ugh, don't watch this movie. Please, please don't. Yeah. Um, is it available streaming? It's on Tubi. Tubi! I feel like we're just making these up now. Um, uh, shout out to Allison texted me and said like that she laughed out loud when there was a, a brand new streaming, <laughs> nonsense streaming service that was introduced last week. And I was like, oh, we should just start making them up. Yeah. It's streaming on Goo 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 Goo. Oh. It's streaming on Goobo. <laughs> um, anyway. Great. Um, hey, what's the connection? Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Mm-hmm. Well, I found a really uh, interesting connection that is more interesting than this one. Okay. Well, Fred... why don't you tell us what that one was? <sighs> Fine. You're right. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge and Samuel L. Jackson appeared in the movie Soul Men. Oh. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and, and Bernie Mac played soul singers who were like reunited. I've okay. never seen it. No. But I'd almost, I'd kind of be interested to watch it. Right. Um, but what's the better one? The other one I found that was interesting, but it's not a movie, okay. was Jeff Goldblum and Fred Willard uh-huh. were in an episode of Fairy Tale Theater. Oh. The Shelley Duvall show. Yeah. Uh, the three uh, little pigs. Oh, wow. And. I I would love to watch that. Yeah. I watched that show so much when I was a kid. I don't, you know, like, I think we, like, rented the tapes from West Coast Video or something West like that. West Coast Video. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I loved that show so much. Nice. It was so weird and, like, I don't I know. have seen clips of it, but I never, like, watched it as a kid. Oh, I loved it. But I've seen clips, of it, I think, from you and your family. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Our next movie is Jurassic Park from 1993, directed by, oh, I don't know, Steven Spielberg. This is our second Steven Spielberg movie. Yeah. Um, The first was Catch Me If You Can. Sure was. Where the, instead of dinosaurs, it was untruths. Okay. All right. Um, So IMDb summary. A pragmatic paleontologist visiting an almost complete theme park is tasked with protecting a couple of kids after a power (laughs) failure causes the park's cloned dinosaurs to run loose. Wow. People be missing the point. But you know what, though? I gotta say, that's like a pretty good elevator pitch. Yeah, but it's not about like, well, I mean, you know, the... There's lots, I, It's missing a lot, but if you literally have an sentence. Yeah, I guess so. That's pretty good. I guess so. They fit a lot in there. So, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. We're not going to. Everybody knows it. We're not going to sell you on the movie Jurassic Park (laughs) in this podcast. But watching it, you know, how often do you think about Jurassic Park? 
Well, for me, it's a, it's a lot. I was going to say, but, you think about it a lot. <laughs> but I would say, I, I was thinking about, I haven't seen this in a while. Mm-hmm. And like, watching it, I was like, okay, this movie's like, perfect. <laughs> and it's also, I, I feel like this gets lost because like, it feels like Star Wars never ended. But this is like our generation Star Wars. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, I remember being 10 years old uh, and going to the Merlin and seeing <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, and I, uh, sorry, just real quick. I remember like the visceral, like, because it's a horror movie. Yeah. But it's kind of safe for kids. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. Yeah. And, and I just remember that, like, feeling in the theater of like, Chills and thrills, you know, for, like, the first time, kind of. Wasn't there a thing where, like, your brother told you it was going to be super scary or something? Or was that a different movie? That was The Witches. Oh. Starring Angelica Houston. Okay. Where I just remember the night before, we, like, it was, like, a Friday night, and we were going to go see The Witches tomorrow, mm-hmm. and... Steve told me that it was going to be really scary, and I remember talking to my dad and being, and he was like, "No, it's going to be fine. You're going really to like it." Because we'd read the book and stuff. And yeah, like, but yeah. So he was trying. Stevie was trying to scare you. My brother yeah. had the opposite reaction, where I was ten, and he was horrified that my parents were going to let me see this film. He thought I was too young and that it would be too scary and it would scar me for life. Mm -hmm. And it was this whole thing. And then I saw it and I think it was fine. It was no big deal. Cut to him as a parent. And he's, he let his like three or four year old watch it. (laughs) Yeah. We're good. I'm going to butcher this story, but it was something like, they said to their mom, like, we want to watch the dinosaur movie. And the mom thought it was Land Before Time. Yeah. And, they and puts like, no, it on the, like, no, daddy's line of dinosaur movie. Yeah. And it was- turns out he had shown them Jurassic Park, <laughs> which is very funny. Very funny. Uh, and those kids turned out great. So yeah. <laughs> they're all doing fine. So he Yeah, didn't- we do keep debating whether or not we should let our eight-year-old watch it. And I think... I think she I think she specifically is still a little too young, but I think very soon. I was I was like, let's just do it. Because then we've been watching Iron Man with her. Iron Man's just like mowing down brown people in the Middle East. I know, but she's not paying attention. <laughs> and she I'm doesn't like, care about Iron Man. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm wor- we're worried about Jurassic Park. This is way worse. This is military <laughs> propaganda. And you know, Empire and all this stuff. Um yeah. anyway. So, it's great. Yeah. I, I think it was, I also think in my journey with Jurassic Park mm-hmm. that I, uh, at a certain point, was, like, too cool for Jurassic Park. Okay. I, was, I remember being, like, I remember being having this insufferable take uh-huh. that I still kind of have, uh-huh. where I was, like, guys, Jurassic Park 3 is kind of the best Jurassic Park movie. Because <laughs> it's, like, really in the John Ford mold of things where... He, you know, it's just a a genre exercise, and it's ninety minutes, and there's not all this. Yikes! Yeah, <laughs> this movie's great. It's pretty perfect. Yeah. Um. Um. 
It's it's a Blu-ray. What we have, we is do a have Blu-ray. a Blu-ray. Um, and just really quickly to do the popping off here, you yeah. put it in. There's tons of adorable features. Yes, we watched a little snippet of one uh, talking all about the foley, which like yeah. I love that shit. I love that it's like okay, so we need a dinosaur cracking out of an egg. So I have a waffle cone that I'm gonna crumble. Yeah, and then it's just like I love that shit. I think that's so fun and fascinating and. Cool. Lots of very cool features, and very yeah. cool features that I think, like for a movie like this here, like, like I would, I would be excited to like watch the features with our kid. Yeah, you know to see I mean? how it was done. Because here's the thing: the CGI does it look incredible? No, but does it look bad? No, especially the stuff. This here's what it is: the stuff with. Dinosaurs at night in the rain yeah. looks impeccable. Yeah, that does look incredible. When you're in incredible. when you're in like daytime, it's not quite as as good. But at night, the T-Rex at night in the rain is amazing and credit where credits due, they do the thing that I love and that I think you love too where it's like it's a mixture of yep. CGI and mm-hmm. practical effects. I think I read that anytime you see part of a dinosaur that's practical effects that's that's a animatronic puppet whatever and when you see the whole thing it's cgi but the t-rex looks i mean i i agree the t-rex that sequence is beautiful but the t-rex cgi wise looks impeccable like it looks like it does not look like cgi at all to me yeah and then and you know i mean even that scene where so they roll up to jurassic park i'm not even gonna summarize the plot people know you know the plot they roll up and they see the Brachiosauruses, Brontosauruses, Brontosauruses. I think they're Brachiosaurus. Um, Although then there was a thing that came out. I feel like that was like, oh, Brachiosauruses are not a thing. Yeah, that was yeah. Anyway, they roll up <laughs> on the Brontosauruses in that be- in the beginning scene there, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I kind of agree that they maybe don't. They you know they're not like like they don't fool the eye. I guess. Yeah. But I still get full chills in that really? scene. Yeah, like when he's like, like this is, okay, so to go back to another thing that is related to that, mm-hmm. it's because of Sam Neill's like performance and Laura Dern and that, mm-hmm. and like th- this movie is, there's not a weak link in the entire cast. There's not. Like, Sam Neill is a great leading man. Yeah. Laura Dern is amazing. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum is so good. As and not and you brought this up like on the paper that is not Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. On paper that is like a young, hot, tattooed dude. Yeah, like Lothario. Yeah, like... exactly. Like um At Attenborough, what's his name? Ha- Hammond describes yeah. him as a rock star at some point. Yeah. And and Jeff Goldblum pulls it off, but in a like almost like I don't want to say like Bowie-ish rock star, not yeah, like, not like, like a nerdy rock star. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just beautifully cast. The kids are great. Like Samuel Jackson, Richard Attenborough. Like yeah. everyone's great. All star though for me is Wayne Knight. Ah ah ah. He's so great in this, and every line is is perfect. And Dodson, you're Dodson here. Yeah, exactly. That line is like. Um, but you know that. It feels like, and I was talking about this with uh, Josh today and Julia. Josh Gondelman? Josh Gondelman. <laughs> um, uh, about, we were talking about Wayne Knight, because I was talking about saying I watched Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And, like, that part is written as kind of, it's like, oh, he's, like, always drinking soda, and he's disgusting, and he's got candy bars, and he's going to the vending machine and stuff. Yeah. But Wayne Knight is so good 
at like slimy. Yeah. That it's not like, you know, I think we feel like we talk about like fatness on film a lot. Yeah. And I, but like this isn't, it's not. A it doesn't re- register as that. It doesn't register as like fat shamey. Right. It doesn't register as he's bad because he's fat. Right. Which is kind of how a lot of villains are written sometimes mm-hmm. or like whatever. It's just like. He's bad because he's Wayne Knight. Because he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love that he just gets, like, disposed of, like, yeah. a quarter of the way through the movie. And the movie's not about that. It's yeah. About, you know what I mean? It's like, um, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Here is my one issue. Great. With Jurassic Park. Please, lay it on me. We have a scene in the beginning because Sam Neill's character has a velociraptor claw. Clearly they, they like, and they continue to do this, banked on those velociraptors. Their velociraptors are fucking cool. Yeah. All right? And they, they Everyone like, wants to talk about like, T-Rex. Velociraptors are the shit. Right. All right? They were like, we need something, a new, we need a new monster yeah. for our monster movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and make a big show, big point of... Talking about how velociraptors are pack animals. They hunt in packs, which is not typical for carnivorous giant beasts of yester yore. Um, yes, so <laughs> they, make, they also make a very clear point of describing how they hunt, how they hunt you. One of them distracts you, and then you're attacked from the side. They say that specifically. And then we go to Jurassic Park, and we meet the velociraptor expert. Yeah. Literally say the line, knows more about raptors than anybody. That's how they describe this guy. So surely he knows how they hunt. And yet, and yet, this man is killed. He is taken by surprise. Clever girl. (laughs) No, he would know. He would know. Yeah, but he doesn't, though. But he would. (laughs) He's the raptor expert. Yes, you're right. It's so dumb, but it truly drives me nuts. You're right. You're right. Thank you. This is like wow. This this is like I remember. Feel tingly. uh, This is like I remember leaving Independence Day when I was a kid. Uh Going to see Independence Day, Mm -hmm. and on the whole drive home, my dad was just so mad that the that they. That they would know how to implant a computer virus in alien ships. <laughs> he was like, if they just added one line where it's like, we had this ship for 50 years, so we like figured out the computers or whatever. <laughs> but they didn't do it. How would they know? Because he was a computer guy. Mm-hmm. And so it was just very funny. Right, like, right. Your dad was a computer guy, and I'm a dinosaur girl. <laughs> yes, exactly. You got exactly. horse girls, you got dinosaur girls. I was for sure a dinosaur girl. Also kind of a horse you girl. You were a horse girl. Listen, too, yeah. I do it all. Um, um, intersectionality. But uh, I truly was a dinosaur girl. Because it's funny that you say that, that for the, the first scene where you first see the Brachiosaurus, Brontosaurus, whatever it is, um, gives you like tingles. Because yeah. the part that gives me the like tingles and the, the warm and fuzzies is when they come across the sick triceratops. Yeah, that's a great Because scene. triceratops are my favorite. Yeah. And uh, the scene where Sam Neill's leaning over the belly and yep. it's just breathing. <sighs> yeah. And he just, and, and she, Laura Dern is crying yeah. and he just looks so joyful. I'm just like, yeah. Well, that that goes to it because this is a movie that has, that has awe for the thing mm-hmm. that it's about. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. feel like so much, uh, you know, uh, I don't mean to just like get 
super stupid on this, mm-hmm. but like so much of of spectacle blockbuster cinema now mm-hmm. does not have that sense of awe. Yeah, you know, it's just like. Oh, but you know what does? What What's that film? Uh, Amy Adams. Arrival? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That yes. has the same thing. Yes. 100%. Yeah. That, that, I've, I, I, I want to cry just thinking about the movie Arrival, <laughs> by the way. I can't handle I'm, it. I'm sorry I brought it up. I'm just sorry. like sobbing in the theater. Just yeah. full on sobbing. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, we're doing great. We're doing great. Um, but no, it's a movie that has awe for the thing. And I feel like a lot of big blockbusters now are just like... I, uh, you know, let's say you have like I don't know, like like let's say it's like a giant uh, monkey and he's fighting like some sort <laughs> oh, of no. some sort of big lizard. Oh no! There's not that sense necessarily. Although Kong Sky, no. it's a very good movie. Okay, we're gonna um, we're gonna brush right past that. Um, a thing that is very cool about Jurassic Park <laughs> that feels like a dumb sentence, but. Uh, like we said, it's a horror film. It's an action film. Yeah. It's also kind of a comedy. There's yeah. a lot of... I mean, now listen. It's very 90s comedy. It's very like zing zing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. must go faster. Uh, oh, you know, objects faster. and mirror are closer than they appear. Must go faster. Which he then also says in Independence Day. Oh, that's funny. Right? That I is funny. I never thought about that. And then I was reading the trivia and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, Does he say it twice in Independence Day? Must go faster. Must go faster. In my brain, yes. it happens twice. Mm-hmm. And then we were watching it last night and I was like, oh, he only said it once. Yeah, he says it twice. I guess in, I misremembered. In, in ID4. All right. says it twice. ID4. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of like funny stuff yeah. in the middle. I think that is what... Make, softens it and makes it okay for kids, like you were saying. It is, like, terrifying, but it's also, like, you know, the giant dinosaur sneezes on her, and she gets yeah. covered in dinosaur snot, and they're right. digging through a giant pile of Triceratops shit, and, like... Right. Well, that, that thing about sneezing on her, like, that's the thing that I think makes it good for kids, too, is because it's from a... It has those kids for kids to latch on to, you know Yeah, I mean? yeah. It, it, I mean, that's such a Spielberg thing mm-hmm. of, like, having kids go through these things in yeah. movies and and having those characters who are such good actors in this, I think. Yeah. Um, they... Didn't... Sorry. I'm sorry. Finish. No, that's it. I'm so sorry. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> uh, didn't the the boy, the guy who played, the kid who played Timmy, didn't he like get made fun of relentlessly after that? Yeah. I, I used... I know someone who went to school with him. Yeah, and they like called him like Dinosaur Boy they or something. They called him Jurassic Joe because his name's oh, Joe Mo- Joe Mazzello. That's so mean. He's fine. I know he's fine, but that's so like what fucking dick kids. Yeah, like, yeah. Like he was in one of the most popular movies ever, and you're gonna make fun of him? Fuck and off. Then, and then he's in Social Network too. He another is. one of the most he popular is. movies ever. Um, yeah, it's great. I also think it's like this. They. It's the sign of a great movie in a weird way mm-hmm. that this has never had like a really good sequel. Yeah. Like Lost World is not very good. It's like trying to recapture the magic, but you just can't. Yeah. I I actually really love Jurassic Park 3 and I really love Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, mm-hmm. both of which are so stupid. <laughs> yeah. But they're not the same thing. They're not the same thing. Yeah. They're just like fun movies. Yeah. Um, but Lost World and Jurassic World are both trying so hard to recapture the magic and just like, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. So just make a fun dinosaur movie is yeah. how I feel, which is what Jurassic Park 3 and 
Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom did. Yeah. Is this interesting? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt it. But also the chills thing. Sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Before we finish, the chills thing that I was talking about yeah. is so tied to the score, too. The John oh, yeah, Williams yeah, score. Yeah. yeah. Like, I definitely had the CD of this when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I played that score all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, that score, I I like it more than, I think I think it's his best one. Yeah. I think it's so good. Yeah. And, you know. Dun, 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 dun. Da, 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 da. It's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is it available streaming? It is not. What the fuck? It is not available streaming. How is Jurassic Park not available somewhere? That can't be true. I mean, it's a universal property, so I guess it would be on Peacock. Okay. Let me double check. Let's double check that, because... It's not available streaming anywhere. I'm sure it will be at some point. That's crazy to me. That's a classic. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta shell mm. out the the money for it. Yeah. Um, so should we even bother? <laughs> well, we should do the points. <laughs> okay. Real quick. First. Uh huh. We rate it on a scale between one and twenty. One and twenty. This is the Joe Garden Memorial Point System. Yes. Um, I would rate Date Movie a one. Oh, we can't give it a zero. No. <laughs> And also, I did laugh at the cat having diarrhea. Um, and I would give Jurassic Park at 18 out of 20. Okay. I would also rate Date Movie a 1 because I can't give it a 0. Um, and Jurassic Park, I'm going to give... I'm going to give it a solid 15. Great. I love that. I like it a lot, but yeah. I don't know if it's one of my personal favorites. I didn't overpower the discussion, did I? No, you were great, babe. With my own enthusiasm? No, no, no. For the franchise? You are wonderful. All right. Um, Criterion Collection, no. Part of a series of... No. Jurassic Park is. It's an actual series. Oh, I guess... Yeah, I bought... It's a box set, and also we own all the oh. other Jurassic Park All right, movies. so Jurassic Park gets another point. Two points. Two points. Box set, so another five, five points. Five points. Although Late. I did lose the, I can't find the physical box. I have the discs, <laughs> but I can't find the box. We may have lost it in a flood. Yeah, because we have so many DVDs, you guys, that they're in like binders. binders yeah, it's bad. Anyway, um, Lady Director. That's oh, that's a hot no. Um, is available streaming minus one point for every platform it's available on. So that means date movie minus point, maybe. <laughs> Has director been canceled? Uh, I, I don't know Spielberg about... Spielberg is still okay. Game movie. I think Spielberg is all right. James Woods or John Voight? No. no. Nostalgia points. I mean, Jurassic Park gets a 30 on the nostalgia point scale <laughs> from one to five. Yeah, I definitely would give it a couple of nostalgia points. Gag reel. Date, Date movie has a gag has reel. Has a gag reel. And it was not bad, right? I mean, it was fine. I wouldn't say it was like... <laughs> A good gag Okay, reel. so five points for the gag reel, not seven points for a good gag no. reel. So, date movies at five points. Jurassic Park is at a million points. Yep. Clearly, clearly we know which one we're getting rid of. Great. Date movie. Um, I regret watching you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing. I have nothing but regrets for 
purchasing you, for giving money to yeah. uh, to your cause. Um, and You blew it with that one. We're, you know what? We're not even going to donate this one. I feel like we should just burn this. Yeah, I think I agree. I think we we just like shred it. We shouldn't subject anyone else to that to thinking. Oh, Allison Hannigan! I love Allison Hannigan. Right? Don't do it. Okay. Goodbye. Date movie. Bye bye. Shall we pick the next matchup? Let's do it. All right. Hey Siri. Mm -hmm. Pick a number between one and one thousand three hundred twenty-one. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 563. 563. From 2005, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, snap. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I... I, like, I remember think, thinking that's a very underrated movie. Yeah. Um, and I am a big fan of those books and stuff. Or at least I was. I haven't read them in a long Right, time. exactly. But as a I kid, feel, I was. I feel a lot of distance from Hitchhiker's Guide. But yeah. I, that's exciting. I'm excited to watch that again. Yeah. That'll be good. It. All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 405. 405 is from 1997 the fifth element oh okay yeah that's an interesting one that is an interesting another one. one i haven't seen in forever right that's a good one yeah that's a good one all right hey okay. so- hitchhiker's guide and the fifth element uh, just a just a episode catered to my oldest siblings <laughs> i love that i love that um, very a sci-fi uh, extravaganza next week. Yeah. So get into it. Get ready. Great. Hey, thank you so much for listening, especially if you got this far. We're a DVD deathmatch in all of the places. We got the Insta, we got the Twitter, we got the Gmail, we got the worldwide web. And I hope that you get to pet a little puppy today. Ooh. Because it's just nice. It's just nice. Even if you're not really a dog person, just seeing a dog out, it runs up to you. You give a little pat, 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 a little soft uh, screech behind the ears. I mean, it just warms your little warms your little heart. So I, I, I hope that's what you get today. Beautiful. Yeah. Come back next week and see who survives. DVD Deathmatch. Boo doo 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 doo